a Radio 191 FM podcast. And right now, I am talking to uh, Maggie Rigby of the multi-award winning Melbourne contemporary folk outfit, The Maze. They'll be visiting New Zealand this December, playing in Dunedin on the 13th, which is very exciting to have them. And since 2014, The Maze have been winning over audiences with their striking songwriting, intricate instrumental arrangements and stunning vocal harmonies. Their latest self-titled record released in May of this year is a return to the sisters folk music roots and is a phenomenal listen which you should all partake in when you find the time. Um, and that time is December 13th here in Dunedin uh, and today we are joined by Maggie as I say singer and banjo slash guitar player whose dulcet tones and creativity have found great success both at home and overseas. Maggie it's a pleasure to have you with us today. Where are you talking to us from? Uh, I'm in I'm in Melbourne right now. Oh, awesome, awesome! Are you, are you having a good day? Is it nice and warm over there? <laughs> it's freezing and rainy, oh, and shit. I am having a good day. I just went out for lunch with my grandparents. Oh, <laughs> that sounds wonderful. I know, isn't that nice? Isn't that, isn't that wholesome? Oh, heck yeah, heck yeah! Well, um. I guess we'll just sort of um, jump right into it. So, um, the new self-titled release um, is epic and emotional. I had a I had a wonderful time listening to it, and I know that some of the tracks um, drew from personal experiences for you um, and your sister Elsie. So, why do you think it's important to use real experiences in folk music? Ooh, that's a great question. I think um, I mean, I, to, to me, folk music is very real. It's a very kind of um, a very live, honest kind of genre where there um, there isn't you. I guess it, I guess it just is about it, it is very honest. I think. Hmm. Oh no, fair enough, fair enough. I can I can appreciate that. And um, I guess sort of uh, looking back at your discography under both the Maze and the Maze Trio, it feels like this new album has delved into um, sort of an emotional fusion, if you will, of both Americana and sort of the more uniquely Australian folk. Um, would you say you take inspiration from any Australian or American folk or contemporary artists? Yes, definitely. Uh, both. Both in a big way. Um, we... We, Elsie and I grew up playing folk music, our, our parents were folk musicians and we had um, our kind of, I guess our formative folk music experiences were, were very kind of live um, sort of blackboard concerts and sessions and um, kind of just the people around us playing music rather than listening to albums or, or kind of being, being consumers or audience members, it, it just felt like it was, was all around us. Um, mm. So that uh, that that's huge influence on this record. We've kind of gone back to that um, a bit and just tried to like focus on on those roots. But but Amer- definitely more recently in the last few years, we've listened to a lot of fantastic Americana coming out of coming out of the states and and definitely very influenced by that as well. Oh, awesome! I guess then um, it really does sound like the sort of formative era for you. Um, it was wonderful that you were surrounded by um, that sort of music. And um, there's been, I read an article about a sort of trend that's popped up where folk music has seen new resurgence with people between the ages of about 18 and 30, and that particular group being really big fans of like heavily emotional music. So when you think, I guess when you sort of think about it in that way, would you say that you feel like your music is aimed towards any group in particular, or would you say it's a, very much an open genre for you? Um, I th- I think folk music is an open genre, and I I hope I hope that our music is accessible to to people of any age. But we definitely have felt we've we felt 
in recent times, our audience is getting younger, which, re- which is really exciting to us because um, that's something that I think folk music is facing as a genre, as a as a live genre, particularly is that um, a lot of the audience for folk music has traditionally been quite a bit older, um, and I I I feel that changing definitely at our live shows. Our audience is getting quite a bit younger and. I find that exciting, not because I don't like playing to, to older people, but just because it's, um, yeah, I guess there's just a lot of energy in, in kind of um, feeling like we're connecting with our peers. That's, hmm. that's a really exciting feeling. No, definitely. I can, yeah, no, I think then sort of uh, appropriately, um, when you're coming to Dunedin um, very soon in December and you're doing a tour of all of New Zealand as well, um, I think yeah. in particular um, Dunedin... Uh, is exactly sort of the maudlin town that inspires often what folk and contemporary sort of strives towards or talks about. Um, have you been here before? And um, and if not, do you think you might write a song about your Dunedin experience? Surely. <laughs> uh, look, I'll, I'll have to I'll have to see what the experience is. Um, I I love I get so much inspiration from the places that we travel as a band. Um, and look, the challenges out there now. Um, I will <laughs> if I can write a song about Dunedin I, I will <laughs> heck yeah no glad to hear and you, you sort of mentioned the travel you've done um, and you've been touring really consistently since like 2014 um, so I guess then with this more like nomadic lifestyle although you can you, know, you can come back to Melbourne and have um, a meal with your grandparents which does sound lovely um, um, <laughs> and where do you sort of see yourself and the group over the next few years Oh, that's a, that's an interesting question. Um, I well, look, we love touring. We um, we get so much energy out of it, and it's and it's such a great thing to do. I would really I would really like to, you know. I, I guess as as you get a bit older, you kind of want to. Um, I still want to tour, but I'd love it to be more intentional. Mm. You know, it's not um, it's not fun anymore just being on the road. It has to be kind of. Um, you just you learn so many cool ways of um, making touring work for you and kind of um, making the so I guess kind of customizing it so that so that you can kind of live your life and be on the road and make that work and I'd really I really like the idea of, of getting better at touring and more intentional about it. Hmm. I like I, I like that. I've never heard of intentional touring. I think that's a really cool concept. That yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> So I guess, um, as with lots of folk, but in particular with the album I listened to, um, in some of the songs like Entreat You Better and, um, was it Half Moon Bay? Half Moon Bay? Yeah, Half yeah. Moon Bay. Yeah. Um, you sort of, you, the lyrics sort of talk about the duplicitous nature of sort of love and trusting or at least how, or at least how it can change in a, in a sort of heartbeat. What is it, do you think, about... Yeah. Um, um, your music that sort of does that justice. Of course, I mean, I'm sort of, I'm sort of giving you ammo there by saying you do do it justice. But do you think there's anything <laughs> in particular that that is unique to the maze that sort of enables you to be so um, potent in your description? Ooh, um, I think I think that uh, Elsie and I, at the time that we wrote this record, we were really exploring. Um, a lot of different kinds of a lot of different kinds of love and human relationships and optimism and you know all all sorts of all sorts of things that were going on and and I I really like Elsie writes about half the songs on 
the record, my sister, and I write the other half. And I think mm. there's something really nice about um, the way that Elsie will write a song about something and that will kind of then inform the way that I go and write a song about something else. So maybe, maybe there's something in the fact that both El- both Elsie and I are, are probably likely to be dealing with similar themes because we lead very similar lives mm. um, and and kind of but just approaching them from very different places and, and kind of bouncing off each other in that way. Oh, that's awesome. I guess that's like so key to the kind of relationship you guys have. And I think that the kind of relationship you guys have, although it's very hard for a listener to go on exactly what it is, and of course it's you know it's, it's a very intimate relationship you guys have as sisters. Um, the album cover, I think, catches it beautifully. It's so lovely, and it's like a very beautiful depiction of form as well, and like the Christmas of the image and how sort of empty and plain um, the setting is of that. Um, what was what inspired you to do that for your album cover? Um, honestly, it, it it happened really serendipitously. Really, we were just. Um, in, we were going to do this photo shoot we weren't quite sure where and the bathroom of the house that we were in was so beautiful it had this amazing light pouring into it and so um, that that was the, really the inspiration and it, and it ended up being just um, we just ended up really liking those those photos and, and kind of the the vulnerability of them was, was kind of right for the, for the front of the record so it was just kind of just a, a bunch of things happening at the same time I guess no, fair enough. And then, and I, I implore everyone um, not only to listen to the album, but to, to look at the um, the cover of the album as well. The whole design is is lovely. And I think then, I think guess one of the one of the last questions is is um, how do you feel um, coming up to the New Zealand tour? How are you feeling about coming over the ditch and seeing Apple react <laughs> to your music here live? Because I guess you've had such a good experience with Australia and um, you know the many tours that you've done and you've performed overseas as well. Are you excited to come to New Zealand and play? Probably yes, not for the first time, of course. Very excited. But. We came. We came to the first time in, in January, and we played at the Auckland Folk Festival. And did just a couple of other shows, and we were um, totally blown away. We had such a good time playing, particularly the Auckland Folk Festival, and and just had such a great um, connection with the audience there, and and just so keen to come back and explore that further. Well, that's awesome. No, I'm really. I'm, I'm sure everyone's really stuck to hear that. To be honest. Um, and I guess then this this is this this is an odd question, um, but I've posed it to a couple of um, uh, outfits that I've interviewed in the last month or so about the um, the sort of accenting um, of like um, Australasian artists in their music, and I think how a lot of people don't realise that's what the accent is when they hear it in songs, and some artists sort of Americanise. Do you have any thoughts on that? Because we've had a lot of response from listeners specifically about that, so I was wondering if you have any thoughts. Um, yeah, it's something that we've always done. It was it was drilled into us by our mum actually when we were kids. Like, it's absolutely not okay to sing in an American accent. You're Australian. You have to sing in an Australian accent. You have to be, you know, that's that. You know, it's it's. I guess there's goes back to that honesty thing in folk music that we were talking about earlier on, um, and just kind of really owning where you've come from and owning where the music comes from. So it's super important to us. Um, to sing to sing in our own accents, and I just couldn't I couldn't sing in an American accent now if I tried. <laughs> oh no, that's sick! I, I love I love that your mum was involved in that. That's so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you so much for talking to us today, Maggie. Um, can't wait to see you here in Dunedin on the thirteenth, playing uh, on Dundas, um, and you can get your tickets from Ticketmaster um, now, and it's not to be missed. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for talking to us, and good luck for the tour. 
Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. No worries. And have enjoy the rest of your day. I hope it, the weather picks up a little bit, but it's not too dreary. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. No worries. Awesome. That was Maggie Rigby from The Maze, who are going to be here so soon. You can get your tickets right now. Check out on Ticketmaster. Um, the new album is wonderful as well. If you're in a sort of, if you're in a mood to listen to some beautiful um, sort of semi-acoustic and very reflective music, I would thoroughly recommend it. And also, there's some bops on there as well. If you want to listen to some awesome, um, awesome folk music that really um, diagnoses certain um, certain feelings and um, you know and emotions that people have about um, life as folk music generally tends to do. Um, so this is uh, Treat You Better by The Maze. I'm going to play that right now so you can experience the music for yourself. Stay tuned. We have the news with Christina very, very soon. But right now, this is Treat You Better by The Maze. was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.